Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Budget-Minded Traveler Podcast. Your source for the tips and tactics that will inspire and equip you to travel the world. And the best part? It won't break your bank. And now, the budget-minded traveler herself and your host, Jackie LaLainen. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode 46 of the Budget-Minded Traveler podcast. I hope that you're in the mood for some inspiration today because today's guest, Ladin Jiracek, is one who has been traveling basically his entire life. And he has a lot to say about the subject, including getting into languages, which you guys know I love. So we had some pretty fun conversation and got into some really cool things about how travel really affects your life, your lifestyle, your personal growth, all of that stuff. He's actually the host of the Travel Wisdom Podcast. So you guys should check that out, travelwisdompodcast.com where he kind of explores how travel can help plant the seeds of wisdom and success in your life. So it's actually kind of an interesting topic, and we do get into that today. And as you guys probably know, that's a subject I can talk about forever. So I hope you guys enjoy this interview with Ladin Jiracek. All right, I've got Ladin Jiracek on the line, and Ladin is from travelwisdompodcast.com. But um, So Ladin, how are you doing today? First of all, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And Chilling out in my SpongeBob, uh, SpongeBob uh, jammies right now. <laughs> <laughs> where Where are you? I am in Dresden, Germany, where I have been living for about 18 months now. Wow. Okay. There is so much, I'm sure, leading up to the point that you are in Dresden. And I actually, <laughs> um, you actually were you contacted me about interviewing you on your podcast. And I was like, wait a second, I want to talk to you too, because this whole travel wisdom thing is just super cool. And I love the, the, the mission that I guess you have behind it. But before we get into that, obviously there's a backstory here. Um, and I would love to know just more about you and your journey into traveling, how you got started and all of that. Take us back. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, by this point, I've, I've traveled to a lot of countries. I'm living in Germany now, 18 months. Next month, I'm moving to India. Um, and um, so, yeah, but it really started, I guess, before I was born, too. Like, I don't know, my parents My parents have always been travelers. They're, they're from um, Czechoslovakia, so Czech Republic and Slovakia now, uh, but formerly Czechoslovakia. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, we, we went back there a lot to Europe, or here to Europe, a lot, um, like every year uh, for, for a good amount of time. And uh, even, even even before that, um, my dad was actually a fisherman. So uh, he had like, you know, he worked for three months at a time or like whatever, four months. And then we'd have like nine months, 10 months to just, you know, hang out and chill out with a you know, decent amount of money. So, so what we would actually do, we would go to like Mexico and stuff. And we had this hideous, hideous car, hideous uh, pickup truck that we'd like somehow camouflage spray painted or something. I don't really know what the, <laughs> the logic was behind that. But um, it, it was like a camper on the, on the back of it. And we would, um, you know, we just go and just like drive through Mexico for, for some months at a time. And, and I guess this even started when I was like, you know, two, three years old or something like this. And uh, yeah, I, I distinctly remember like, you know, I don't know, like Mexican 
kids like coming up to me because I had white hair at the time and people were they'd just mm. like come and touch it and they'd be like what is that that's so crazy you know never seen any uh, you know blonde people or you know non-Mexican people I guess mm. in, in their life so um, so yeah it was uh, it was ingrained in me I think a long long time ago and I've been comfortable with it and uh, to this day I have a, a huge love for uh, corn tortillas and, and lime <laughs> mm-hmm. you started early yeah, for sure. <laughs> Cilantro, all those awesome oh, Mexican flavors. For sure. Oh, I for just sure. got back from a week in Mexico and I, I'm, yeah. I'm just ready to get back on a plane. <laughs> that's that's the thing I miss the most, actually. I mean, you know, I've been here. I, I went back to the States in, in September uh, for a month and like right away I went to, you know, the, the taco stand and I'm just like filling up on burritos and tacos because we don't get this here. And I mean, actually, we do get it here, but it's quite expensive. But, mm. but in the States, you know, the taco stand for like three bucks. It's mm-hmm. like, how can you go wrong with that? Yeah. So you did a lot of traveling when you were young then. I mean, back and forth to Europe and random trips here and there. When did you start traveling on your own? Yeah. So it was actually an interesting story. I mean, I I started uh, engineering school. I was doing mechanical engineering, just finished my first year. And, uh, you know, we had three semesters. So we had a a summer semester available as well. And it's basically like a shortened, condensed semester. And and I'm like, ah, I'm going to do a summer semester. And my mom's like, no, you can't do it. It's going to be too much work. You need to enjoy your time. You need to, I guess, rest. And so I'll buy you a plane ticket wherever you want to go. And so I'm like, okay. (laughs) Mm, That's uh, so awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I wish more people would do that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, 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 uh, talked to my friend who, uh, I, at university, which I didn't have many friends at the time. And, and I literally know him for like two months and been hanging out for two months. I'm like, Hey man, want to go to Russia with me? And he's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, that was the beginning of some beautiful stuff. Like it was amazing. I mean, so, so we, that first year we went to Russia, a nonsensical trip. Like if you look, if you know anything about geography, we went, uh, Russia, Greece, uh, and the Western Europe. So like Belgium, uh, France, Netherlands, and UK. Um, it was just stuff that we wanted to see, and and uh, yeah, we fell in love with it. Um, you know, we we really discovered hospitality club and couch surfing. That that's what uh, like really helped us. You know, do it again. That was actually the the main reason we did it again. And then yeah, the next year we went to um, the Middle East, so like Turkey. Uh, Armenia, Georgia, Syria, Jordan, Egypt, UAE, Dubai, Oman, and stuff like this. And then, yeah, really, really fun time, good time. And then the next year, um, we went Africa, so uh, Cairo to Johannesburg. So we we went the entire length of Africa, which is bigger than you might think, um, in about three months. And um, yeah, so so yeah, it was basically me and me and that friend for a while. And that was that was actually our last trip. But I, I've uh, I've been traveling since then, and and yeah, it's it's been a it's been a great time that I you went from Cairo to Johannesburg <laughs> in three months yeah that's really rec- fast actually I don't recommend it <laughs> what is we actually we yeah actually go spent- ahead we spent a month in Ethiopia because it's such a cool place. Oh. Um, although, f- although the food is, um, I-, I would uh, gently say it's not very good. And uh, we actually lost a lot of weight. You know, I lost mm. like 15 pounds in two weeks. And then my buddy, who was like a power lifter, uh, he lost 25 pounds in two weeks, which wow. if you know anything about physiology, that's not a healthy thing. <laughs> mm. um, but, but yeah, so, so really more or less, I mean, we went from like Kenya to, to Johannesburg in, in about two months, which was just, you know, horrible because we were spending four or five five days a week, you know, during the day, because you can't travel at night during mm-hmm. the day in a bus, you know? And so oh, we really, yeah. uh, it, it was just, it was honestly, it was too fast. Did you have any fears going into that trip? Cause that sounds like, I mean, people like I've backpacked through Central America and I was kind of on my own on that trip. And 
that's just not that scary, you know, but I mean, Afri- like people don't really talk about traveling the length of Africa. In fact, I don't know if I've, if I know anybody who's done that, like hmm. actually with a backpack traveling yeah. the length of Africa. Did you have any fears <laughs> going into that trip? Yeah, it is a pretty crazy thing, huh? Actually, yeah. I mean, we had uh, I had a, I had a bunch of fears. My buddy was just kind of like, "Oh yeah, sure, you know, it'll, it won't be a problem." But but my thing was, I had a stressful. I had I you know doubled my load the semester before at at mm. university, and and uh, and so I was getting stressed from that. And then people, I mean, this was really stressful. People would literally be like, "You are going to die on this trip. You're going to Africa. You're crazy. You're going to die." And you know that really hurts. That really that really hits you. You know, it's just like you start thinking like, "Am I going to die? Am mm. I?" Crazy? Crazy, you know, and and uh, so I, I definitely did have fears, um, and uh, you know I don't know like kind of probably a weakened psychological state when I went over there. So I don't know if I was like psychologically healthy, but but in the end it actually was perfect. Like there was nothing that I mean we were completely safe the entire time. I felt completely safe, um, and you know we would walk around at night and. You know, you, you get vibes when, when something's going wrong, but, but uh, right. you know, never really anything too bad. I mean, people wanting to, you know, I guess bargain harder with you or, or you know, try to take some money, like, you know, con you out of some money. But, I mean, you can also see that. Um, and even places, I mean, we, we the reason I was having stress is because, you know, we tried to make it a point to go to as crazy places as possible. So, like, Sudan and Somalia and, you know, Kenya and stuff like this. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, if you know anything about Somalia, there's, like, pirates and uh, civil war and all this. But but honestly, and, and I was so stressed when I was going there um, because we were coming there during the elections as well. And it's just like, African elections, I don't know, you know, like, and then it's, a, mm-hmm. it's kind of a rough uh, country as it is. But in the end, it was great. And... Uh, really felt comfortable there and made a lot of friends and I mean true people are like walking around with like AK-47s on the back but you know mm-hmm. I mean you feel the vibe and you kind of just like oh it is safe to go outside and right. and in the end actually it was more dangerous I would say one of the most dangerous places was uh, probably Johannesburg at night that was definitely a place where it's like bars on the windows and everybody's just like get out get out of the street you know it's, oh, it's too late you gotta you gotta leave so that was probably the worst place honestly and you're with another guy the whole time right Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I guess we have the advantage uh, in this that you know I I guess I'm I'm a decently big guy. You know, like six three and I don't know, kind of skinny, kind of lanky. But uh, he was <laughs> also six three and you know, power lifter and stuff like that. So I don't think people maybe mess with us for that reason. But mm-hmm. I think even you know smaller people, normal people could do it. Um, actually, uh, his girlfriend uh, joined us for about two weeks, I believe, in Ethiopia, or girlfriend at the time, and and that was really cool actually too. And and she had a great time also. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I I know what you mean about, you know, maybe you guys had an advantage of that. I mean, just being female, like I, I get that. Um, I think a lot of people could probably relate to that. But for the general fear thing, you know, I mean, you have these fears going into it and people are saying, dude, you're going to die. You know, like you're going to Africa. Like this is serious. This is a crazy place and whatever. You know, what do you <laughs> like? What do you harness to, to push through that? You know what I mean? Like you have to focus on the goal. Like you have to yeah. listen to yourself. You know, like what what helped you get through that? Like why did you end up going anyway? You know what I mean? Because I know there's a reason. Uh, stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, no, I, I would say I would say um, it was kind of like I didn't want to back out, you know, and, and just be like, sorry, this is too much for me because I don't know, we had done so much uh, by that point. And, um, you know, also, also crazy places like, you know, I guess Syria. And I, I also went to Oman, Oman, um, you know, right on the border with Yemen. And, and we just, we, we actually really like this, uh, off the beaten, like really off the beaten track stuff. And, uh, you know, so I didn't want to back out for that reason also. And, and, um, you know, my, my buddy like was really, was really good with 
this because uh, he'd just be like, dude, calm down. You're overreacting. Like we've done this before. It's not going to be anything, you know, anything bad. And, and actually that's, that's exactly what it ended up being because, you know, what I was listening to, I was listening to people that didn't have experience versus uh, who I should have been listening to as somebody who did have experience. You're right about that. That's a really good point. Yeah, so it was in the end it was it was honestly it was honestly fine like and and in my entire you know 80 countries that I've traveled to 80 plus uh, um you know I've never really had any bad experiences I've never felt my like my life was in danger I got robbed once on the uh train in in Romania you know basically I was sleeping and I'm pretty sure the train conductor came and and like stole 100 euros out of my wallet that's pretty much the extent of it like mm-hmm. that's you know in in my entire I don't know how many months of of collective travel it's it's really it's not so bad that's actually kind of impressive because you have been a lot of places, um, literally twice as many countries as I have. And I mean, I have been in a situation before where I just I feel this trepidation going forward, you know, like something is telling me that I shouldn't be going forward to this place. And actually, I ended up not doing that. <laughs> but like there is there are times out there when when, you know, you just you feel like, yeah, you could be in danger. And it's just kind of interesting that you just never had that. I guess. And I Mm -hmm. think that's encouraging though. You know, I mean, everybody's experiences are different, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the thing. Well, maybe it was too, because we already had the, you know, tickets bought and you know, that's kind of, that's, that's really the first step I would say is like, you know, once you have the tickets bought, uh, the plane tickets, then, then it's just like, well, okay. Otherwise I'm, I'm literally wasting, you know, I don't know how much money anywhere from 500 to $1,500, you know, and, and then people are going to laugh at me and I have nothing to do during the summer. So I might as well go. And, and, uh, I mean, Fear, fear is present in almost everything you do. Like anytime you feel fear, it's it's kind of like uh, it, it might mean you're doing something right, something that's uh, maybe too big to chew, but but really, um, you know, something that that might make a difference. Uh, of course, depending on what it is. Yeah, I think they say if if you like if something if you feel fear about it, then it's something worth doing. You know, it's something mm-hmm. that, and those are the things that stretch you and grow you the most, and you learn so much from them. So. I get yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it gets you out of your comfort zone and, and uh, you know, nothing ever amazing happened inside the comfort zone, right? Amen. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I just swam with a whale shark last week, so, <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's yeah. really cool. <laughs> I was, like, terrified. But you know what? I did it. And, like, two hours well, later, I was warm and dry and eating dinner. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. and now I can say that I did it and I have video. But, yeah, so... You're right, though. That was way outside my comfort zone. But th- that's where you f- that's where I feel the most alive. That's yeah. where the, the real experiences happen. Well, that's where the good stories come from, that's too. I mean, you know, this, this whale, this whale shark thing, too. I mean, that's 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 interesting, you know, yeah. versus I mean, you wouldn't have said anything like, yeah, I read a book in a hostel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so what the heck do you do for work that you can afford all this travel? <laughs> Um, I'm actually a student right now. That's that's the reason I'm in um, in in Germany. Uh, is I'm I'm doing my masters. You know, I, I've just done odd jobs here and there, and honestly, um, I've I've kind of and that, that's what my show Travel Wisdom is about is uh, that that travel is an educational experience. And because of that, I did I was not you know afraid of using student loans and stuff to actually go travel. You know, and I'm just like you know mm-hmm. what, um, a thousand dollars in ten years is going to be like no amount of money for me. I'm going to make that you know in two weeks or one week or something like that. And uh, so really you know might as well might as well go spend a month somewhere right now when I have the time and the energy and the you know the willingness to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so yeah that's that's something that I did. And and you know so so actually I do have some student debts. It's like you know twenty thousand 
$20,000, $25,000 right now. But I mean, you know, to see 40 countries and, and to spend, I don't know, a year or like 10 months worth of traveling, uh, I, I kind of think it's worth it. And I mean, honestly, it's it's not, um, I don't know, it's not anything too crazy, I would say. It's, it's much better than, I guess, a car payment or something that, mm-hmm. that you can't afford. Absolutely. A lot of people spend, I mean, they have the same debt, but all they did was go to school. You know, and I mean, there's yeah. nothing really wrong with that. It's just you're using it differently. And meanwhile, you've gotten your education through travel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of sitting yeah. in a classroom. Yeah. And I, I had a classmate, too. You know, she she was unfortunate and she um, got a DUI or something like this during um, during you know, during school and then she had to pay like a thousand dollars or something like this from her student loans, you know, and so luckily that never happened to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's a month of, uh, you know, traveling in Guatemala or Southeast Asia mm-hmm. or something like that. Absolutely. Priorities. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's my recommendation is don't get a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a great recommendation for anyone, really. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm really curious. I'm going to change the subject a little bit, but how many languages do you speak uh, that's that's a really hard uh, question to answer because it's like you know what's a language and then h- at what point do you speak it you know um, but I- I'll just I'll just kind of go down my list uh, so English obviously um, is is uh, pretty decent I would say but uh, I-, I was it's also okay. raised yeah it, it, it's okay it's passable <laughs> although I did I did a you know a two years ago I did an internship in Berlin and uh, I was writing I was writing like a research grant and uh, was about to send it in send it to some lady you know to like proofread it and she's like maybe you should have a native English speaker proofread it. I'm just like, what? Really? No way. I am native. What the heck? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, so I also speak uh, Slovak and Czech, which are very similar languages. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can count them as two or one. And then I've been in Germany now. So my German's pretty decent. And um, I think it's a, a level, well, I, I'm about to do a, you know, like actual, like official um, test to, to make sure that, that I can, you know, sell ice cream that I'm like legally allowed to sell ice cream here and, and I'm actually almost to the point that I could work in like an engineering job over here. Um, wow. So so yeah, that and then I mean because I speak Slovak uh, or, uh, and my Spanish is uh, pretty good as well, and it's just been you know cumulatively month here, one week here while while traveling, um, it's it's improved. And then obviously because I speak Slovak, it's very similar to Polish, and I've had hour long conversations in Polish and, and Russian, and uh, yeah, so really I, I don't know. It's like I, I would say like four maybe like somewhat decently and then the rest is kind of like uh it's kind of a stretch the the listener has to has to make an effort but um i i really love this idea of uh, polyglots and uh speaking many languages i'm actually this weekend um you know in, in two days three days whatever i'm going to berlin to do a polyglot workshop and and meeting with some people that speak like 15 languages fluently like they translate for a job 15 languages and then having knowledge probably like uh so knowledge in 30 languages so that's that's kind of probably like my my, you know, six languages or whatever that, that yeah. I'm boasting, they, they can do 30. So it's just, it's unbelievable. And, and I really, um, now having spent time in Germany, I'm just like, oh, I want to continue this and, um, you know, really want to uh, do, you know, especially improve my, my, the ones I already know, like, you know, the, the Polish and the Russian and the, and the Spanish, uh, maybe get to, to your level in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I'll, I could get to your level in German or any of the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome, though, because I mean, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I totally get what you're saying, because I, I would say there's probably five on my list, too. But, you know, 
there's three and then there's a few couple more that are, you know, so, so, and give me a, mm-hmm. a couple days or whatever. But mm-hmm. that list is, I think in my mind, it's just never ending, you know, cause once yeah. I get the next one, then there'll be the next one and the next one. And I'm always, I mean, that's one of my favorite things about traveling is, is learning languages. Um, in fact, I have some words for you. <laughs> Oh, okay. Because I've learned some Slovak. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So I know how to order beer. Um, uh-huh. Let's try Shtiri Piva Prosim. <laughs> wow. So you're a heavy drinker then, huh? Four beers? <laughs> well, there's usually four of us. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> They're okay. not all for me. <laughs> um, and then Mamhlad. Do you know what that oh, okay. is? Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, the, that's the one that... What? Uh, yeah, it means I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, that's the phrase that I collect in languages. I actually have a blog post about it. I, I don't know. I love languages and I don't know why it's I'm hungry, but I can say it in like 10 languages. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's, the tech that's definitely that's definitely more useful than the, the common phrase. My hovercraft is full of eels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome, though. What are you actively working on? Anything? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm doing the, uh, oh, uh, sorry, languages. Uh, yeah, yeah language. so G- German right now. And then, um, you know, I'm trying to get as much, I, I was actually, I was supposed to finish my first book, The Alchemist, uh, on Sunday, but, um, uh, two days ago, but, but unfortunately it's, it might have to finish it tomorrow or something like that. But that was really cool. It's all in German. And, uh, you know, that's my first, like, I guess foreign book that I've read, even, even I haven't read anything in Slovak. Um, but then, you know, I'm going to be moving to India with my girlfriend, uh, next month. And so we're going to get hit Hindi pretty hard yeah. and, uh, we're going to be there about eight months. So, um, you know, I, I've been here in, in Germany for 18 months, uh, but I really felt like the first nine or 10 months was kind of wasted. And, and I was just like experimenting with language learning methods, but now I think, uh, I, I kind of figured it out a little bit more and hopefully, hopefully I can get to hopefully where my German is now with, with Hindi, but the benefit is that that uh uh hindi it, there's a it's a really common thing to like mix it like maybe one third with english or something like that whereas in german that doesn't happen so you know you, if you just don't know a word you could say it in english and, and that be mm. so mm-hmm. i'm really excited about that actually yeah you know there must be something about the alchemist i think i find that really kind of fascinating that you've read that in german because i have that book I have two of them, but none of, I have them in, um, I have it in Portuguese and Spanish, but not English. I've never read that book in English. Interesting. (laughs) Because people keep giving, and it's that book. I've gotten it twice as gifts in foreign languages. And I think it's fascinating, but I'm like, I wonder if I should read it in English someday. I don't know. I think The Hobbit was my first book that I read in Spanish. Oh, wow. And that was, that was a funny one because of all the names and stuff. (laughs) Oh man! Kind of yeah, I, I liked it because but... it was uh, it was kind of short and and uh, yeah, it was it was mm-hmm. pretty very easy to read. I would say. Yeah. The Hobbit that that sounds <laughs> that does sound interesting. It's pretty fun. You can do it though. I mean, if you if you know the language, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how do you think? So, how much time do you have left in university? Um, so actually, that's that's what I'm doing um, right now. Is that's the reason I'm going to India is um, to do my last semester, my last uh, you know se- last 25 percent of my masters, um, and yeah. So I'm going to be doing my master's thesis in Bangalore. Um, so yeah, I should be done with it around November. I think is is a uh, when I'm you know scheduled to do the the master's defense Mm -hmm. but um yeah i can i I guess i can actually extend it by two months if i have some kind of sickness or if i find a indian doctor that says you need to go to the beach for two months and enjoy yourself (laughs) i think you'll find a way to get sick yeah i think so (laughs) hey what the heck (laughs) do you have plans for after 
Um, yeah, there's a there's a few things. I mean, it's kind of all up in the air. I have no idea. Uh, my my family wants to come visit my mom and my brother, um, so we might maybe go traveling around India in December. Um, and then after that, I'm not really sure. Honestly, um, I have a I have a cool business opportunity in Berlin uh, that I might take uh, take up uh, in March, um, or. Yeah, I, I really don't know, but I, I guess I have a few things. I'm not really, you know, sure mm-hmm. what I'm going to do yet. But but I'm really excited because I'm going to be going to Bangalore, and that's the IT uh, sector. That's the IT city of India, the, mm-hmm. the Silicon Valley. So there's a lot of smart people. Hopefully, I'll meet the next Steve Jobs of India, Sweet. and um, you know, maybe get some projects going. That sounds awesome. So, kind of changing gears again, how do you think that your life is enriched? I guess because of all your travels, like you see your path differently than other people. I can tell. Um, and why, you know, how, how do you think that, that, that you've grown because of travel? Um, yeah, I mean, I can, I can very easily imagine a life where I, where I didn't travel and I think it'd be kind of boring, you know, me an engineering firm and, and, you know, the States somewhere and not really getting out and kind of just, not really fitting the airport rule, I guess. The air, I don't know if you know the airport rule, but uh, yeah, especially not like I, I would now. Um, so yeah, the airport rule is, is uh, if if you're you know stuck with somebody for five hours in the airport, do you want to a shoot your brains out, or do you are you going to love every moment because that person is so interesting and you love talking to them? Um, so I, I find myself more interesting. Um, it's it's uh, well at least I, I I would like to think I'm more interesting. Um, um, but also I I. Think my uh, ability to make relationships and, and my my relationship, I guess, friend making ability or something like that has improved. Um, I mean, when you're traveling in a hostel, you have to make friends, you know, instantly. Like yeah. really, um, within a day, you know, you're you're doing things with somebody that you would never do otherwise. You know, you're you're on a trek together and you're yeah. you're hiking, and uh, so I think that's really helped. Um, I think I think. Um, it, it kind of gives you perspective as well, like like what other people do, and and hey, you know, like there's so many ways to do something that probably the way I'm doing it is not right, and so it's just kind of more, um, you know, a little bit, I guess, um, a little bit, uh, yeah, it gives you perspective and and kind of more outside view of uh, a, a objective view of of whatever you're doing, and uh, also, you know, it. it teaches you to be patient. I mean, you know, in Africa especially, and I can imagine mm. in South or Latin America, just like, you know, bus might not leave today. And, you know, if you have a flight that, that you got to catch or something else you got to catch, mm-hmm. well, I, I don't know. You got you to gotta figure it out. So you got to think on your feet or, you know, just, just be patient with it. Yeah. Those are all really good. I think the perspective is really great. I think that's probably the biggest thing because you, I mean, most people grow up in one society and being able to get out of that and see what happens and and how things do work, you know, it's it's maybe different, but it still works in other places in the world, and it's it really opens up your mind, I think. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, what's the saying? It's like if you, um, you know, life is a book, and if you only stay in one place, it's like uh, only staying on one page of the book. You yeah. have to go through the different pages to to yeah. really experience it. Yeah, and I find that a, complete. Yeah. Yep. It's a life is a book. Those who don't do not travel read only a page. Nice. You know nice. what? You would appreciate this. There is a Czech proverb. It's one of my favorites, and it says, okay. "You you live you live a new life for every language you speak. If you mm-hmm. know only one, you live only once." 
Yep. I like yep. that too, because, you know, as we travel through these countries with different foreign languages, it is an opportunity to live a new life and connect with new people. And, you know, it's, and there's so much that opens up when you can speak a language. So kind of on the same lines there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I find you think a different way and um, you, you actually do become a different person. And it was crazy. Actually, yesterday I was interviewing uh, Vladimir Skultety, which is, uh, he's a Slovak polyglot. And uh, it was crazy because he, he speaks Slovak. And so we started out speaking Slovak and then we switched to English and it was literally like his English uh, accent was so good. I mean, it was it was like a speaking to a different person, you know, and I'm just like, my mind was blown. And then he spoke Chinese and, and like, it was really, it was really good and i'm just like man this is this is unbelievable that's so fascinating yeah like how you can have an entire lang- conversation in one language and you feel like you know that person and then having it switch over that's yeah. really fascinating <laughs> yeah exactly it was yeah it was really weird because it was like I, and, and i mean we, we talked about it on the show too but like you know for me slovak uh, is kind of like a trusted language you know like family and very close friends and relatives you know speak it uh, because none of none of our other family or none of none of my other you know environment in, in the state spoke it and so and, and then had to have to change to english is kind of like more for like uh, foreigners or you know outside people or something right. like that. So that was that was really weird for me also because you do have you do have these associations um, with the different languages. So I don't know maybe for example when you speak Italian you're just like man I want pizza and and yeah. pasta all of a sudden. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how has all of this led you to start this Travel Wisdom podcast? Yeah, so um, this it really did start like like when I when I came would come back uh, from my trips, I'd tell my you know neighbors about it, and, and they'd be like, oh yeah, um, that sounds like a really cool trip, like a trip of a lifetime, and, and you know kind of suggesting like I would only do it one time in my yes. life. And uh, I'm like, no, I'm not only doing this one time. This was too good to, you know, and there's no reason that I should only do it one time. And uh, so, you know, I, I want to continue doing this. And, and uh, so, yeah. Um, and, and also people would be, you know, would be talking to me and this is a few years ago. This would be like 21 and, and they'd be like, wow, you, you really speak differently than everybody, all the other 20 year olds, uh, 21 year olds. You, you seem to have more wisdom, you know, and, and so more grounded and, and more level headed and stuff like that. So I'm just like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And um, so, yeah. I, I kind of, you know, put that, put those ideas together, like, um, you know, traveling to get wisdom and, and, uh, to kind of grow, to grow yourself. And, and, um, people were saying, they're like, oh, you should write a book. But I'm just like, oh, I don't know. A book sounds hard. You know, I'm not a, much of a writer and that sounds like it'd be too hard of a project. I, I don't know how to begin that, mm-hmm. but, uh, I'm a huge, huge, cons- huge consumer of podcasts. I'm subscribed to over 50 right now. Wow. I listen to 20 to 40 hours per week. And, um, so I'm just like, well, why not contribute to this, you know, medium that I love so much mm-hmm. and uh, have loved, you know, ever since I was a kid. I, I loved radio all the time. That's great. I have to agree before I ask you ne- the next question, um, the once in a lifetime thing. I was actually just talking to, to someone about this in the last few days. You know, I, I hate that phrase. I hate mm-hmm. that phrase because that's really, I think... I think it's unfortunate. It's almost sad. Like it's closed minded. You know, if you loved mm-hmm. it, go do it again. Yeah, exactly. You know, if it was great for you. I wouldn't even say that about the whale shark, you know, even though that was really <laughs> challenging for me. Like I might do that again one day. And so I didn't even want to call that, you know, as I was writing the story, I didn't even want to call it a once in a lifetime thing. Like this was a great experience and I'm going to go forward with it, you know, but, but the whole once in a lifetime, I feel like that's overrated. That's, that's overrated. Like, yeah, you can have great experiences, but go and do them again if you love them, you know, don't look at it that way. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, because I mean, in the end, it's it's not that hard to do. I mean, mm-hmm. again, I mean, we talked about it. I mean, you were saying on your on your website, you don't make you're not a millionaire. You're making uh, with your husband thirty thousand dollars a year, and mm-hmm. and I mean, so it's it's possible for for everybody to do it. And oh, yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. you know, it's not like it's. I, I mean, I, I guess I guess you know, we're all kind of raised with this this mentality, especially in the states, that that oh, you have to like have a yacht and you have to be like a millionaire to be able to travel. Whereas in reality, it's really it's not that expensive. It's it's mm-hmm. like marginally more expensive than just like staying at home and in a lot of cases like even cheaper than than staying at home mm-hmm. in a lot of cases yeah so how have you um let's talk about your your podcast a bit the the mission of it i guess the the focus travel wisdom tell us about that yeah, so the idea is that traveling speeds up the wisdom that you accumulate, which can lead to success later in life. So what I'm trying to show with travel is that um, it's not just like a vacation, like a frivolous, you know, expenditure. I, I had a friend in, uh, you know, when I was working seven years ago, and, and uh, he was really into dune bugging, you know, and, and he loved spending money on his dune buggy. He had put like $8,000 into his dune buggy, mm-hmm. which is cool, but I mean... <laughs> Also, it's a dune buggy, you know, and you crash it and you're just like, oh, I broke the clutch, you know, it's going to cost me another 400 bucks, you know, and, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, that is something I would, I guess, consider like, I guess, a frivolous expenditure, just like a pleasurable thing that's kind of maybe uh, a little bit, I don't know about sinful, if that's the right word, but but a little bit guilty pleasure. And, um, you know, and, and I was trying to show more that, that travel's not like that. It's not just a vacation, but it's actually, if you do it the right way, I mean, of course, you can do it the wrong way, um, but it can be a learning experience. It can open your mind. And it can help you grow as a person, uh, which can lead to success later in life. I mean, I've literally gotten jobs because of it. My friend also that I traveled with, he literally got a accepted to a job and got hired for a job uh, where they accepted less than 1% of the applicants. They No, they interviewed less than 1% of the applicants. And uh, yeah, he ended up getting hired on because they're just like, we were reading through your resume and, and we can't believe, it. is this is this for real? Like, you really <laughs> did this? And and so sure, we, we want to have you on. Like, mm-hmm. um and that's that's in the end uh, what what people want, what employers want, um, is you know somebody who fits the airport rule. Like you're going to be working, you're going to be spending four, at least forty hours a week with this person. Like, are you going to want to blow your brains out, or are you going to have fun with them? Are they are they cool? And that's something that that uh, you know traveling really forces you to do is is to be cool. Because if you're not, then you're just not going to cut it. Or you become a solo traveler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I I mean you still have to have that coolness like you still have to I don't know interact and and not freak out at you know the bus driver and yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what else. Yeah. Let's hope. I mean. <laughs> you know though you said something that I just want to I mean y- you said that you know all of these things can lead to success later in life. But I really like I want to stop you there and say wait a sec. This is happening right now. Like why why don't you say this is you know travel equals success right now why don't you say that because you know it's true i mean look at you look at me look at look at everybody who gets out (laughs) and goes and takes that first trip you know and how it changes them why why push that to later in life you know what i mean yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that that kind of suggests that oh, it's going to be 20, 20 years down the line. But but yeah, I mean, I guess I guess the thing is, it's I, I didn't feel it like right away. Um, at least at least in my experience, it was it was always at least you know two months or six months away. So I mean, I guess that is later in life. That's but, pretty quick. But yeah, I should, I should, yeah, that is pretty quick. Like you know, being hired on somewhere and just being like, oh yeah, you know, I've been here. Oh, that's so cool. I was also there. Da 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 da. And meanwhile, you're having a really cool discussion with your boss. You know, AKA the person who's giving you money and has the power to. Um, you know, give you a raise anytime. Mm-hmm. 
you know, for for an hour, and you have something always to talk about with them. That, that's a really good point. I, I should change that because uh, it it really is quite instantaneous. Yeah. I would say it's maybe like uh, going to the gym. You know, like maybe maybe like right after, like the, the hour or two, like after it, it kind of sucks, and you're just like, oh, I'm tired. But uh, even the next day, you see you see results. No, this is true. And as if keeping that analogy, as you keep going, you're going to be healthier overall. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. I think that it add, it keeps adding to. Well, I think travel definitely does that. I mean, with education, with health, with everything. I mean, that's it's like my, <laughs> it's my nectar of life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome! Yeah, that's that's really cool. We just we just kind of developed another analogy for my show. That's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like when I first went abroad. I mean, yours yours was kind of a long time. Like yours has really evolved over your entire life. You know, like you were kind of born into it, and most people aren't. Um, and you know, like when I went abroad for the first time when I was 18, I, I was a sophomore in college. I was 18. I went to Costa Rica for the year. I lived with a family. I mean, I fell in love with the Latin culture, with everything, the food, the dance, the smell of the air, the humidity, like everything. <laughs> it was gorgeous down there. I loved the people. I mean, there was so much to take in, so much. And I mean, I was brand new. I was 18, you know, and I came back and I was like, okay, this isn't going to work. You know, I mean, I, I'm different now. Like I have definitely changed. And that set the course of my life as an adult, you know? I mean, when you're in high school, you're just a baby. Like, I don't know. No, they don't know any. <laughs> high school was like, it was just so different, you know? And my life started once I went to college and, and really it started when I studied abroad and and travel has set the course of it, you know? And, yeah. and it started immediately and it builds upon itself. But I really think that that it's kind of immediate. Like, I guess it works both ways, actually. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just, you know, especially once I've started this podcast, I've, I've you know, I've had more time to reflect, and uh, I've really been like, man, I'm kicking myself. Why didn't I do a study abroad while doing my mm. bachelor's? Why didn't I, you know, actually just like, you know, pull up and and move move to another country and you know finish my degree over there? Because that's when I was really happy. And looking back on it, that's when I felt alive when I was out. Yes. And even now, living in Germany, I feel way better than than what I did uh, back in the states. And I don't know if it's just the the novelty and and you know the new language and all this kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I, I really wish I could have started this. You know, theoretically, it could have even been seven years ago that I started this. And I, who knows where I would be? You know, in that time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just it's just really amazing what can happen. Uh, once you, I guess it's kind of like taking the uncommon path also. And, mm -hmm. you know, because if you do what everybody does, you're going to get what everybody gets, right? But if you, if you do something else, if you do something a little bit strange, but also, you know, work hard, then you're just going to be infinitely rewarded for that. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's following your own passion. Exactly. Which for exactly. most of the people listening to this, it's going to be travel. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Well, awesome. Where, uh, where can we go to find your podcast? Um, it's on iTunes, Travel Wisdom Podcast, or travelwisdompodcast.com. Um, and also, you can email me at travelwisdompodcast at gmail.com. I answer every email, and I'll be happy to answer any emails from your guests uh, if you have any, you know, uh, questions, where to go, the tips, whatever, anything like this, or, or just want to talk with me a little bit more. I'd, I'd be more than willing to do it. That's so great. Thank you so much. This has been awesome. And uh, yeah, I wish you the best of luck with your your masters and your, your activities, your adventures to come. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me on the show. All right. We'll have to keep in touch. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. 
All right. I hope you guys found that inspiring. I obviously had fun with that conversation. Um, I think that happens every time we talk about language and travel. So anyway, don't forget about the show notes at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash 46. Check that out if you want to find the links to anything that we mentioned here today. And definitely go say hi to Laden at travelwisdompodcast.com. And thanks you guys so much for listening, for tuning in wherever you are in the world today. I'll see you guys next time. 